Welcome to Tavern Tales Presents The Power of Friendship, a 5e Dungeons and Dragons actual play curated for your enjoyment. session things got hairy once again with several of the party members which is saying a lot because there's only three of them falling (laughs) and making death saves again but they were able to finally make their way through this combat and lived through some very choice potion work and skill checks But as dawn has broken outside, the remains of the combat lay about them. Our party finally makes their way from the mausoleum back over the hilltop to the Greenfield farm. It's a normal, beautiful, pastoral morning where birds are chirping in the little cops of trees you emerge from. There's a cow lowing in the distance, probably calling for a milking from Ellis's dad. And he's doubtlessly about his morning routine as the three of you, heels dragging, equipment sagging off your shoulders, tromp your way back to the farm in the hopes you encounter no other further difficulties, exhausted and depleted once again. You arrive at the farmstead. The the farm cat. Lucy. Lucy is there and she's rubbing her side as hard as she can, trying to get some of her scent off onto Vivi and, you know, piss off Vivi's cat back in the village and she's meowing and scampering ahead of you as you make your way into the farmstead itself and everything is laid out for a big breakfast. It's as though Ellis's dad, knowing he had to go and tend to the daily duties of the farm, has made a huge stack of pancakes that are still under a warming tray. There's syrup and fresh churned butter and all of the fixins. A big fruit salad is sitting there in the chill box waiting for the three of you and plates are set up on the table. Even though Ellis's dad is nowhere to be found. Guys, let's not tell my dad that I killed two people in that mausoleum. Maybe we Yeah, just- and we won't tell him that you died either. <laughs> Can we tell him about the other guys you killed in the other fight or just not the mausoleum? No, guys? no, no, no. Uh, j- just uh, I would just all death and killing related things keep between us. I just don't want to scare him and and 
Uh, I, he'll worry. You know, we should probably not be in clothes soaked with blood. Just a thought. I mean, I could resuscitate it for like an hour. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose I have some clothes upstairs. L- let me go check if if I have some change of clothes for us. And I I intend to walk up upstairs to my old room. Squirrel just plop down at the table, stare at the food, and just start serving himself a large portion of everything. And go, Vivi, no one ever told me that dying or at least nearly dying made you so hungry. I swear I could eat all this by myself. So if you want some, I would get a plate because I'm just going to work through this until there's no food left because I am starving. Literally just takes the entire plate of pancakes and pulls it in front of her. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just go to town on that fruit salad then. (laughs) What kind of pancakes does your dad make there, Ellis? Are they like Ukrainian pancakes? Are they potato pancakes? Are they big fluffy buttermilk pancakes? Oh, yeah. They're the big fluffy kind. And there there is a secret ingredient uh, that he puts in. A little bit of nutmeg and cinnamon in the batter. (laughs) My personal pancakes have a bit of cornmeal in them. Ooh, That's my yeah. secret ingredient. Huh. Yeah. That's a choice. And these pancakes happen to have cornmeal in them too, because in <laughs> this world, all pancakes have <laughs> cornmeal in them. In the Kyleverse. <laughs> it is now canon. Yes. <laughs> Let's say an hour goes by. Those who have refreshed themselves have, or they've spent the entire time eating which is very possible given Score's constitution modifier. (laughs) So you got back to Ellis' dad's place around 8, 9, 10 in the morning. About 11.30, his dad comes in to start in on lunch. What's happened in that time while his dad was gone? Um, Vivi ate a solid two-thirds of the pancakes and then immediately regretted eating two-thirds of the pancakes <laughs> because that's a lot of pancakes. But I would say afterwards, she would definitely go try and find Alice to find either to be like, can I take a bath or do you have clothes? I am icky and gross and no thank you. I had gone upstairs to look for a change of clothes for everybody. I don't know if I were was able to find any. Dwayne, Ellis's bedroom is no longer his bedroom. What is his bedroom? So his dad has converted it into like a hobby room. Cool. It's a hobby room. What's his hobby there, Christina? Oh, man. The first thing that popped into my head was like he's a nudist. So it's just like... <laughs> like naked Pilates or something. <laughs> yeah. Pilates, yes. It's like a hot yoga room. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's, it's really warm in your room now, Christopher, <laughs> in Ellis's room. And there's this smell that smells a lot like jasmine, lavender, and unwashed body patchouli there's a woven mat on the floor that's bordered in like green ribbon that you know could just easily be rolled up and there's a bunch of incense sticks and candles none of them are lit or anything at the moment and there's a big trunk that has a whole bunch of these candles and incense sticks on it and it's it's off to the side and it's probably three feet tall by six feet by two feet it's a huge immense trunk and i i go oh this this has changed i guess he's he he's converted this into like a witchcraft room (laughs) 
And I walk over to the chest and I, I open it or I try to open it. Yeah, you can see underneath all the candles, it's got a scorch marked emblazoning on the top that says Ellis's things. All right. Let's see. And I, I open it up and I kind of start to sift through it. Do you take the candles it. off or do you just dump them? I'll put the candles on the floor, but I'm, I'm holding them at like arm's length and like gently putting them down. That one smells like blueberry and that one smells like honeysuckle. And they seem to be all made by your dad as well. <laughs> Dad's had a lot of hobbies through his life. Inside this giant chest is all of your childhood things, all of your clothes that you left behind. And anything that you had left behind, it's all neatly folded and placed and packaged and set aside in there. All right. And I, I look around and sort of hold uh, shirts and pants up to me to try and grab a few that I think will fit everyone. Sure. I mean, none of them are very big as people and they're all similar in size to you so absolutely i think that if you found clothing that uh, fit you before you can definitely find clothing for vv and score i do that and one of them is uh actually my old high school band shirt that we we made <laughs> ellis is i'm like oh i wonder how these guys are and i fold it up and i bring the clothes down and give it to the others Cool. What do you bring for vv a long white shirt and corduroy pants <laughs> nice it's gonna be a little big on vivi and then what do you bring down for score that's uh my high school band shirt and it's gonna be like a little <laughs> tight on them and then i've got like these uh like just brown slacks business casual i like it. is your band shirt <laughs> signed by all the members of the band yes it is okay it's fun <laughs> it's perfect you asked that <laughs> and ellis is wearing overalls yeah. And a t-shirt. Oh, and on the back, it says like world tour, but it only has one date on it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I, I love the idea of him. Every city we go to, he's going to write on the back, whatever city we go to. Yeah, sure, no. Technically, it's I'm still touring. If... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. So this is the clothing. And is there anything else that you can take part of or do uh, before Ellis's dad enters the scene i just want to remind you all remember the two things we're not going to talk about killing and death he'll just worry okay all right all right score would tr make sure that he had some sort of food prepared for ellis's dad since he was able to make them breakfast he'd want to make i don't know, even though it's a sandwiches or just to have something plated for the for his dad when he gets back to repay the favor that's nice what does he any good at cooking he likes to think so okay he tries well you tell me is he I would say yes. I think he's a passion for cooking. Cool. I mean, you're not proficient with cooking utensils or anything like that. No, so, no, no. But at least- He's a hobbyist. You, yeah. Okay. So what is Home the cook. meal that you present for his dad? I think he would just do the, the simplest thing. He would just make, yeah, just like a sandwich, get two pieces of bread, get a couple slices of meat and plate it with um, some chopped up vegetables just to, so he could have something to refill them. And then if there's water or, I don't know, lemonade, I don't know what- Dungeons and Dragons style refreshing beverages there are, but he'll definitely have something like that. Just just for him. He's not making it for anybody else because I assume that we're getting ready to leave, but there's one plate definitely on the table where all the breakfast stuff was earlier. Score, do you need any help with that? I know how he likes his toast. Uh, no, no, it's all right, man. I know the man. Once you've seen a man sans pants, you know a lot about him. <laughs> so I think he likes his toast a certain way. I got, I got it. Thank you, though. Okay. Sure is a lot of deli meat on that sandwich. Uh, hot and sweaty from his morning activities, Ellis's dad enters and he says, Oh, I thought I heard you all in here. 
Ellis's old band shirt. Why are you all wearing Ellis's old clothes? We lost our clothes in the woods. Oh. He looks the three of you askance. That sort of night, was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 oh good. Oh. Um, we just got dirty. Oh, that's not helping. <laughs> oh, my. Well, as long as you're careful out there, didn't get pricked none. Nope, no pricking. None whatsoever. Them blackberry bushes down by the way, they can be a mite painful on the tuchus. I'm speaking from experience. Th- thank you for that advice, sir, and that, that image. Thank you. So what was doing all the roaring? Roaring? Uh, huh? What are you talking about? No idea what you're talking about. Guys, I think he's talking about the bear. There was a bear. <laughs> Vivi <Yeah>, just <they're>... smacks, <laughs> smacks score. <laughs> but, uh, Ellis said not to say anything about death or violence. He did not say to say nothing about the bear. What's this about death? Score can have a uh, story mode for that. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean, death and violence? Oh, Do people die, Ellis? Philosophical discussion. We were just talking about general death, Dad. You don't need to worry about that. Hey, did you see your sandwich? Don't put me off, son. Did you kill some people? <sighs> just a few. Like, less than five-ish? Six. Well, there was a little one, but then there was a big one. They, She probably counted as two. The math is fuzzy, but yes, we killed people sir these individuals were not good people we're talking about animal abusers and grave robbers so who struck at us as well so it was it was really self-defense ellis was honestly amazing and was great last night well i know that already he's always been good hand with anything in his hand but hmm, none of you are hurt you're all okay yes sir now i thought i'd heard you come up on that horse but i don't see it outside We lost the horse. Is that when you were all getting naked in the bushes? Uh, well, the truth is we had a lot of blood on us and, um, we had to change. I just didn't want you to worry. So we weren't going to tell you about how, uh, we killed uh, a lot of people and also some bandits and also found a dead bear. So so the bear was what was making all the ruckus. Yeah, it was alive and then it died too. That's too bad. We didn't. Kill it directly, but we might have led to its death. Score might have led to its death. Let's just be clear. These things happen. All in all, we had a a pretty crazy 24 hours, and um, so we appreciated your pancakes. Well, I made them up special for you all, and I'm glad that you're all safe and hale and hearty. I was going to be a mite sad to come in and have to have uh, depressed my son's dead pancakes this morning, so... Glad that didn't happen. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that you had had a plan for when I died, but I guess it's good to plan ahead. <laughs> if things were going to go poorly, I knew I was going to be eating pancakes for lunch. Mm. Well, okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Who's in that mausoleum? Uh, we saw the the grave of, of a woman in there. Mm, yeah, that's um, Benson in town. I think it's his great, great something grandmother. He sent us into that mausoleum to look for some stuff. Why would he want that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You could ask him. Yeah. We, we'll have to go back to Red Larch. I know your mother spent some time down at that mausoleum on occasion. She did? I really know why. Yep. What would she do there? 
Why didn't go with her son? I don't know. She just said she's going down to the graveyard to pay her respects. Pay her respects Does to whom? Does she have family there? there or something? Dad, what aren't you telling me? I don't know. I'm not trying to keep anything from you, son. Well, you, you, you've never told me much about my mother, and I just... that. Well, she was a flash-in-the-pan sort of lady and was ill-suited to, you know, farm life and solitary living, and she always wanted to be the life of the party and always wanted to get into town. Hmm. Well, if she went down to pay her respects, then there she must have some family there. Do you know any of her family members? Oh, I don't think. I mean, it's mostly humans in that, uh, that there graveyard. I don't think there's too many elves down there. Honestly, I, I thought she was having an affair. And, you know, she's just being conscientious of me by saying she's going to the graveyard to pay her respects. Maybe that wasn't the case, but who am I to say I got as much of your mother as I could handle? And there was doubtlessly a lot more of her for others that she could give. So if that's the way it was with the world, and I knew I was never going to be able to keep her long, given how long a lifespan she has, and it's okay in the end, son, because you came of it. Do you know where she is? Not a clue. She did write a letter. Well, I think I sent that to you six, ten months ago. I'll give you that letter, right? I, I don't remember a letter. Oh, um, hmm. Well, maybe I've got it tucked away around here somewhere. I'll, I'll see if I can track it down before you go. I see there's only one sandwich. Did you, did you all have lunch already? We ate so much. We are still full from the, the breakfast, sir, that the fruit salad and the pancakes were delicious. Great. Adventurers only eat twice a day, Dad. Oh, <laughs> Huh. Yeah, I've been learning a lot about this. You'd think you'd have like eight or nine smaller meals throughout the day just to maximize on energy levels and and uh, concentration. Oh, what do I know? Well, it's sort of like you don't know when you're going to have time to eat. So when there is a giant meal, you eat as much as you can because you may not be eating for 12 hours because you're fighting bears and ghosts and whatnot. Ghosts? You fought ghosts too? Score. Not very well. <laughs> he knows okay, everything. Uh, Dad, I left out a ghost that's guarding a grave. A ghost? You don't say. Yeah, he was. Yes, he, he was very impressive. Had like a big weapon. It was. It was pretty ter- terrible, sir. I'd always thought them things were, you know, mythological. Awesome. Oh, I think I'd ever see a ghost in my life. Well, um, don't seek it out because it will kill you super hard. But you took care of it, did you? We didn't, and now I'm starting to think that that's where my mom would go. Maybe oh. the person in there is who she was paying respects respects to. Maybe. It's time to throw a ghost a surprise party. No, Ellis. Oh, um, we're all out of balloons, man, so we lost the can't balloons. really throw a party. We might find balloons in town, maybe. We can try that. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose we, sh- we could go see Benson. Well, I don't yeah. doubt you. Had a busy day. It's a long walk back to the village, too. So, um, thanks for checking in on me, and I'm glad that you came back here for breakfast. All right. Dad, do you, I, I, I'm feeling like there's a lot of activity at the mausoleum. Maybe you should come to Red Larch and hide out for a bit. I don't know if you're safe here. No, the old cow needs looking after, and Lucy needs to be fed, and I got, got the goats to tend, and, you know, it's a busy time of year on the farm, son. Especially... For one pair of hands. Ooh, guilt. <laughs> guilt. Dad, you're the one that told me you, you wanted to see me move out. and But then you always throw stuff like that in my face, especially in front of I'm my adventurer friends. anything in your face, son. I'm just letting you know that you got to respect your choices have led to other 
complications for others, and I'm okay with that. I told you at the time, that's fine. It's not about that. It's about respecting my choices as well in this. I'm not going to go hiding in Red Larch just because there's a ghost that won't let you go through a door. All right. All right. Give us a big hug, and then while you and your friends get everything sorted and packed up, I'll go try to find that letter, okay? All right. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Mr. Greenfield. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, as soon as you say that, he gives you a gigantic hug. Thank you. He's fully clothed at the moment because he can't really work a farm under the burning light of the sun in your full glory. I love that good old-fashioned parental guilt. A big hug to score as well. And then he toddles off to go find the letter. Well, you are you okay, Ellis? Yeah, I'm okay. I guess he took that news about us killing those people better than I thought, but I should make a mental note that we can't keep secrets. <laughs> Well, you two can't keep secrets. Yeah, that's true. You did a good job. And I look over at Score. <laughs> what? It's your dad. If you can't trust your dad, man, I don't, I don't know what that says about your relationship with him. I can trust him. I just don't want him to worry. But now I'm worried about him. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm at ill ease about that ghost guarding that tomb. Feels like a stone left unturned. I mean, I agree with you, but it did... Almost kill Score with its finger. Yeah, I don't think anyone is going to be bothering that thing, so we can always come back later for that. All right. Well, I suppose we should go back and tell Benson what we what we saw, right? I guess so. I can, I can check my library, see if there's anything about any of these, you know, items you found or yeah. about that lady. Oh, yeah, L- Lalandra. Um, yeah, we, we should go check out and see uh, if we can find any info. We should give her a nickname. That's a really long name. Lil? Or like Lela? Okay, so you start talking about Lilandra Alamar. Vivi, your book, murmurs to you. Oh, is that my old master there, sweet honey child? Are you talking about Lilandra? Uh, hold on, guys. Book's talking. Um, and she's going to open her magical fanny pack and pull out the book and be like, Hi. Um, you got to stop keeping me in there, darling. I can't understand nothing that's really going on. You're really heavy to carry, though. I'm not that heavy, honey child. You got to work up that forearm strength. I mean, you're not wrong. A- anyway, Leilandra, she was your old master? Oh, indeed. She was a powerful figure. Reigned death and devastation down on all her enemies. The likes you never did see. Wait, what? Oh, yes, her and I and the other two, we went far together. So was Leilandra the owner of all of these? Are you asking me that? I don't know what you mean by the. The loot and the staff. Are you talking to them? Oh, I, I can't. You but... don't. But you don't. Li- oh, you can't. Okay, you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, no. Vivi, Vivi, is your book saying something about the staff? Oh, yeah, hold, hold. yeah you can't really interrupt Vivi because... Your own artifact is communicating with you as well. Oh, okay. Because when, I don't know if Score said Lalandra or not. I'm, I'm sure when we were trying to come up with a nickname, well, yeah. we said it. <laughs> but Ellis, when when you say Lalandra, uh, the loot goes, ah, yes, my greatest lover. <laughs> she was, uh, how do you say very skillful upon my strings. She know how to uh, uh, tune a lute, if you know what I'm saying. I do. Oh, good. 
<laughs> my former master was a goddess amongst uh, all of the peoples. What adventures would you go on together? Oh, we went on the greatest of adventures. We went on... The quest for the magic teapot. The battle of the never-ending shadow. Ooh, Wow. That sounds so much cooler than Magic Teapot. <laughs> you needed the teapot in order to defeat the shadow, of course. <laughs> they are all linked. And of course, my favorite of all was... The Corn Husk Scuffle of 92. <laughs> yes. Well, we don't speak of that one much. I don't know why I brought it up, but... Uh, <laughs> it sounds it sounds terrible. And we have done so many more, but that is just uh, the tip of the iceberg. And of course... I am expecting great things from you too, eh, Ellis? Yeah, I'm starting to go on more and more adventures. We have one, you missed it, where we battled like these two people. We ended up having to kill them. Do you know anything about the ghost that's in that mausoleum? Who is he talking to? Your dad is standing there with a letter in his hand. (laughs) Uh, Oh, um, uh, sir. There's... I got a talking loot too. Now you know everything. We killed a bear. We killed an orc after we tried to throw a surprise party. We found a ghost guarding a door. And I have a talking loot. All right, there, you know everything. How'd you fit all the sex in when you were doing all that? We didn't oh. have sex. <laughs> uh, one correction, sir. I would just like to, I want to go on record as saying we did not kill the bear. It died by the hands of other people who we later killed in vengeance. That's what you want okay. to clear up? <laughs> what else was he saying? I, I just heard kill the bear and I just, everything else went black he to me. I, I couldn't hear anything. He threesome score. A what num? Oh, God. Well, we are a threesome of adventurers. No, not, stop, not stop, stop, stop three- Oh, he, oh, oh, yeah. And then I don't know how Janasi would blush, but yeah, he'll definitely blush. And uh, His fire goes blue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it turns like it's hotter. Uh, um, no, sir, that, that nothing like that would ever happen. We are just, we are all friends. Best of friends. Bracelets, sir. Bracelets. Dad, all we did was kill a bunch of people. We didn't do anything terrible or embarrassing like all have sex. I promise. This doesn't feel like the... Lessons I instilled upon you as a youth, but... I'm an adventurer now, Dad. I'm growing up, and I got to do what's right. And they attacked us, and and I died. I died, too. And I heard music, and it changed me. And I feel feel a greater calling. Dad, I'm going to see where this road goes, and I feel like you're going to worry about me. But don't worry. We're we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of this, me and my friends. Okay. Okay. Why is that letter, son? I'm sorry I didn't get it to you earlier. I thought I had. And I take the letter and I go, should I read it in front of you, or will that be awkward for you, Dad? Oh no, it's fine, son. Well, why don't you read it to me? So I, and I'll pretend I'm reading it like it's a voiceover. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds great. That's a nickname that Ellis was called as a child by his mom. There, Vivi. Turnip. And what's something embarrassing that she always liked to bring up about Ellis, Duane? The time he got caught outside without any clothes on in the rain. Hey there, my little naked shivering turnip. <laughs> it's your mom here. Oh, I gotta read it like your dad reading it to you. <laughs> yep. <Okay. laughs> dad doing the mom impersonation. <laughs> hey there, my little naked shivering turnip. Oh, she remembers. That's that's a fun. That's good. <laughs> that was a funny Ooh, day. Yeah, okay. Just <laughs> move it along. Make it again. <laughs> she called you oh, turnip. Yeah. It, it, it's I'm a long sorry. story, guys. I'll tell you later. You better. 
Um, he, he he just loved them turnips when he was two. You mash him up good. Had a little I guess bit we'll of tell the story syrup. now. <laughs> just, he, and it was one of his first words. And he'd always be tinip, tinip. And it was just always heaven. So, and and the the naked and the shivering. What was that about? Yeah, he went chasing a bat late at night. Really understood why. I thought I could catch it. With Nonetheless, it was a bet him and his mom had. Nonetheless, I'll get back to the letter here. Um. My dear naked shivering turnip. <laughs> turnip. I haven't talked to you much in the last little while. I've been busy. Lots going on. Lots to do. Hope you and your dad are doing well. Make sure you get off the farm more than you have in the past. World's a big wide open place. A person of your talent and genealogy says, uh, says a word in genealogy. Says you got more of a path in front of you than someone who's just a bumpkin in a field of pumpkins. That's not fair. I don't think I was meant to be reading this. Um, yeah. But it's dad. Awkward. Just keep reading. <laughs> power through, sir. Dad, don't you see? This is what I was talking about. A year from now, I'm going to be up at the uh, Scarlet Moon Hall. If you're in the area and you'd like to meet, you can look for me there. Love you. Hope you stay well. And why don't you ask Benson if he's going to pick up that damn loot of his great, great, great something grandmother or not. And if he ain't, maybe, maybe he could let you know where it is. Lots of love, your mother. There you go. So how long ago was this written? Oh, sheesh, um, six to nine months ago or so. Yeah, something like that. Well, that's, that's almost a year. Heavens, time sure passed. And Ellis counts on his fingers. He does like the kid thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm almost positive. Yeah, you're right, Ellis. You're right. (laughs) Well, then. I ain't never heard of this Scarlet Moon Hall place, though. Don't know much about it. Well, we need to find out where it is. And because my mom somehow knows about the loot, so she must know about the book and the staff. And she knew about Benson sending us there. And your genealogy, which. Are you special, Ellis? I mean, I'm flattered, but I don't think I'm much of a genius. No, 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 no. Darling, um. It means like your descendants, like your bloodline. Oh, oh yeah. Then what? It, what does that mean? Well, hmm. Maybe your mom was like someone important, or like her ancestors were, and now that y- you were born, now you're important, or something. Whoa! I've never been important before. I, I mean, I mean, it could mean nothing. Oh. But- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably nothing. I'm probably not important. But for one minute, though, I was king of the world. Or you're like an heir to like an Dad, old, like ancient bloodline. You see, this is what I'm talking about. I, I, I need to go and be an adventurer. Sounds like you're already on the path, son. But I can come back for pancakes, right? Anytime. All right, boy, I love you very much. I'm not going to come back the Ellis that you knew when I lived here. I'm going to come back better. I'm looking forward to meeting that man.
That's the power of friendship. This has been The Power of Friendship. Our intro and outro song is The Power of Friendship by Miss This. Check out their music on Twitter, YouTube, or join their Patreon today at Miss This Band. Join us next month for more of the adventure. And as always, thanks for listening. Ooh.